Thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. Have you, have you ever thought of becoming a CBD retailer or starting a CBD brand? High Purity Natural Products is the number one distributor of pure wholesale and bulk CBD. They are committed to producing the highest quality private label and white label CBD products on the market today. If you already have a CBD brand, inquire about High Purity's finest quality full and broad spectrum oils, water soluble CBG, and more. Check them out today at hpnpcbd.com or request a free 20-minute consultation that will help get you started. So hpnpcbd.com. These are moto people supporting the uh, sport, supporting the podcast show. So thanks to them. All right, let's get on the podcast. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Renthal on racerxonline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,500 podcasts delivered with over 15 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. As always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome everybody to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast with uh, Chad Reed. Uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. I'm Steve Mathis, flyracing.com. Uh, please check them out on the web, Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, Justin Bogle, Benny Bloss. A lot of guys wearing fly racing. Formula helmet, these guys, it's the pinnacle of helmet protection from these guys, and they do a great job with it. It's got two different layers of impact protection on it. Uh, the FR5 boot, the goggle, the uh, the gear that has the BOA on the back for easy adjustment. Uh, flyracing.com, I could go on and on about all the things that they've got done. And, uh, yeah, please support them. They support a lot of riders in the sport also. So get it from your local dealer or your favorite e-tailer. Uh, Renthal as well. Uh, grab life by the bars from the folks at Renthal, the winning brand in manufacturing design for the last half century Renthal continues to lead the world to very top level sport amassing more titles than all the competing brands combined thanks to the hard work and dedication and detail the Renthal factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since 1969 hashtag Renthal hashtag rebuild championships hashtag grab life by the bars they uh they've got great great products as you know the twin wall the fat bar the seven eights bar and the new Fat Bar 36. So, uh, really informative website also over there at Renthal, Renthal.com. And thank you to Max's Tires, whether it's light truck tires, whether it's UTV tires, whether it's mountain bike tires or dirt bike tires that Alex Ray uses that are developed by Jeremy McGrath. Max's has you covered for all of your rubber needs. Max's.com for more information on that. And uh, yeah, just uh, thanks for listening to this one. Sat down with Chad on the Friday evening before his final Supercross race. Is it really his final Supercross race, though? We'll see. Uh, but it was really nice. Went, went for a good mountain bike ride and uh, talked a lot during that. And, uh, man, obviously, I've known him since 2002. His teammates with him for three years at Yamaha in 2003. And uh, uh, we had our ups and downs at times, both him and I. And uh, he's done a lot for me and Pulp MX brand. He really has. Um, you know, obviously, people want to talk to him. People want to, you know, hear from Chad Reed. And, and because of him and I's friendship, quote unquote, uh, he would let me interview him. He would let me call him. I would get him on the show. It was, uh, you know, 
uh, a really important thing for me beginning to have that inside line to Chad. I'd be able to see him at a race, pull him aside, ask him about this guy or that guy or what he's hearing and some of the stuff that I broke on Twitter or whatever came from Chad Reed um, when he didn't have to do that. And uh, so he's helped me in my media career a lot uh, over the years and uh, always given me access. Has he always returned every text and every call? No, but pretty damn close, I'd say. And uh, man, it's, it's, uh, it's cool to see him go out, I guess. The, the way, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think he'll still race somewhere somehow. I think we'll see him back on a dirt bike somewhere. But uh, what a career, just a legend of the sport. And uh, so many stories, a lot of them I can't tell on the air. But uh, uh, I really appreciated him making time for me. Um, today to do the podcast with them and uh it's some, some of the stuff you've heard before maybe some of it have you haven't you know um i don't know well i've done so much with the guy that uh you know it's uh it's all out there in various forms o- over the years on different shows that we've done but i tried to get to some some bottom some of the bottom to the bottom of some of the stuff that maybe i haven't uh hopefully i succeeded hopefully you hear something new uh something unique in this podcast but uh, before we get started i just want to say that yeah thank you chad thanks for all the information thanks for the ride it was a hell of a one, wasn't it? All right, here's Chad Reed. All right, as I said in the intro, here we are in uh, Park City. Fly Racing Racer X Podcast presented by Maxis and Renthal. Um, Chad Reed, what's up, man? How are you? Thanks for doing this. Yeah, doing the home stretch. One yeah, to go. well, I was telling you before, uh, my first ever podcast, 2008, I started podcasting. There was no moto podcast ever. You were my first guest on that, 2008, uh, first podcast ever. And, uh, and so now you're going out, so I'll make this, you know, the last podcast for you maybe ever. So. Is, this, is this your last? Is this your go- yeah. you going out too? You're I'm, go- I'm going out going to go too. to the races? Too many races? Is there any way that you could, I could make the same amount of money with not, without going to the races? Do you know any way that I could do that? I'm about to try to find out. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> How do you make money without racing? So, uh, yeah, I mean, crazy. Yeah. It, it's, the- it's been a ride for sure. It's, uh, been, it's been a lot of fun. Look, it, it will get in. It sucks because there's no fans here. You're doing your last seven in Salt Lake City, um, and all that. But if you have to be stuck somewhere, uh, we just got done an e-bike ride. Uh, Park City and Salt Lake City hasn't been too bad for the racers. It's been crazy. It's like when I think of the beginning of the year, I felt like I was, you know, like off bike. I was overachieving, you know, like I was doing what I wanted to do. I was spending more time with the fans. I was kind of exerting myself as much as possible. And I just wasn't healthy and I wasn't riding well. And and I was like kind of miserable. I was hating riding the bike Um, where this is almost the opposite. There is no fans. And then I feel like I'm having, you know, I'm enjoying riding. I'm enjoying the races. Um, the races are different, you know, like yeah. everyone, like I feel like as a, a younger version of me was like racing's racing, you know, but it really isn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've learned that uh, quickly. But yeah, like you said, I mean, to come out here with, you know, my family, friends, um, you know, Mountain Motorsport people, Justin and his wife, uh, we've, you know, yeah. man, we've had a damn good time. So Yeah, yeah, you, um, can, you, you could be stuck in worse places for sure. Yeah, I mean... I think from a racing standpoint, it's, it is what it is, but yeah, like as far as enjoying, you know, like the three weeks that we've been here, it's, we've made the most of it. I think this isn't really going to be your last race, is it last full-time season, but I got to think you're coming back. I know you can get, can start money in Europe. You can line up over there. You you know, like, yeah, but I mean, I don't feel like this is it for you. I don't, I don't feel like this is it. If I go to Europe or Australia, does it count as being it? I don't know. 
Like, yeah, I mean, true, true. But I feel like I could see you showing up at Daytona. I could see you. Sh- I don't know. Maybe not. I, but. I hope so because uh, you know, like it's so different. Like as I sit here today, I'm in shape. I'm you know kind of got the flow of racing and riding, and I'm comfortable riding. Um, you know, there's kind of like just that that natural flow for for racing, so it, it's easy. Um, but you know, like obviously over the next six months life's going to change a lot um i hope that my four-wheel thing uh happens and, yeah. I, and I get to do that um yeah that's all on shutdown right like and honestly else. like yeah. i i i really want to come back i really do and that's me talking today yeah but i don't know what happens from six months from now when i've been away and i haven't you know been mm-hmm. like do i still because you have to be real and i have to be honest with myself the reason why i'm stepping away is like I just I don't have it's weird. I have the motivation and the drive to want to ride and train and and do that. I don't have but I don't have it to do it by myself. Okay. I, like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm bored. Yeah. Um <laughs> it no longer it's no longer my everything and and that that's why I've chosen to two step away. Um you know, but obviously just yeah, like not if I had, you know, like, I feel like if I was, and, and I don't want to be based in California, but like, if you're in California or somewhere like that, yeah, you've got multiple guys to go ride with. Like, I've enjoyed being here in Salt Lake City and like every Friday I've gone um, out to, what is it? Flying Horse? Flying uh, Horse? Iron Fl- Horse? Iron Horse? Flying yeah, Iron? I, 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 yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it was awesome. I feel like I'm doing a terrible job of remembering the track because they were super rad to us, but um yeah, I mean, like going and riding, like there was Kenny, JB, um, today, you know, like yeah. a lot of the KTM guys, Webb and, you know, Geico guys. That that for me is fun. Right. Like I enjoy that part. Um, I enjoy going and doing that. I enjoy still like, every, you know, every once in a while, like uh, like Phil doesn't do Supercross anymore, um, you know, but every once in a while in Charlotte, we'll go out and, you know, I get to do some riding with him, you know, like bicycle riding and yeah. stuff like that. But yep. it's not enough, you know, like our, our right. paths don't cross yep. enough. And, and so therefore I'm just, I don't know, kind of like, I'm just. God, you and Phil out on a bicycle, just complaining, grouchy. Yeah. Yeah. I can nah, just see it now. It's not, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if there's a headwind. Yeah. But then I just sit in behind him. Right. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I just feel like. You're better. You're better on this KTM. You've been better since we hit hit here. Um, you know, you're you're creeping up towards top ten. You're getting those results, and man, I just feel like between Feld and Fox and Mo- Mountain Motorsports and maybe some guys from KTM, there's got to be a spot for you to pick and choose a schedule and come on out. You know? Yeah, I would. I would love to do something like that. And you know, like obviously, I. Would, this is certainly not the ending that I. Right. That I pitch it. Um, but it's just it just really depends like i i love this bike and so therefore i i enjoyed that part of it mm-hmm. it's it's hard because i haven't switched that gear yet you know yeah. like like haven't i haven't gone into retirement mode i still feel very much an athlete you were I testing still, today you, I were, was you were testing stuff le- today yeah i was still riding today <laughs> and riding um and so I haven't had that that moment where I've switched off or I've stepped away. So it's even hard to talk about it because I don't yeah, yeah. I don't yet I'm not thinking like it. Like 
I, I, I be honest with you, I'm sitting here already excited to go back home to Charlotte. Yeah. Um, you know, I know that like, uh, you know, Dax Benick is getting ready for Loretta's and I'd like to go ride with him. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I like, there's things that I like, I still want to go ride my dirt bike and, um, and this is a fun bike to ride. So therefore it makes it enjoyable for me. You do agree um, you're riding better, right? Yeah. No, I, I for yeah. sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm riding better. And, um, like I feel like at the beginning of the year, I just was like, I was hurt. I wasn't in shape. Um, and I wasn't in shape because I, yeah, I came off of back to back, uh, rib injuries and, you know, rib injuries, unfortunately, yeah. you just kind of screwed. You just got to kind of let it heal. And when you feel good, you can get back after it. And right when I started to get back after it, I crashed in the first turn at, uh, at Phoenix and, and rebroke them. So it was a challenging year. Um, and then I feel like obviously with the pandemic and everything like that, there was a good solid eight weeks of just like, I felt like, like I got my, my base back. Like yeah, I would okay. say like where I'm at today, like this is, like, I feel like I'm a solid, I have a solid base, but I don't have, I don't have the next level that you need when you want to throw down, scrub every jump, over jump shit yeah. into turns. Um, that, that, what I would call race pace, that race, you know, like the race, uh, the race fitness and, and things like that. So, um, that's what I feel like I'm a little bit, you know, and, and it's, man, I, I worked really hard. I honestly did. I, yep. I worked so hard over the you know, the break, the, the break yep. um, to the point where I just felt like, and, and what people don't understand is probably, and that's what's, that's the problem with me coming back is it's one thing, you know, you can easily get into shape, but there's, you know, there's like, okay, I'm in shape. And then there's race shape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. the highest level the stuff. You just talked about charging into turns, that kind yep. of stuff. Yeah. Yep. And it's yeah. just, it's just those little things where it's a 10th here, a 10th there, a 10th yep. here, a 10th there. When you're that much fitter and stronger, you, you know, you're, you're willing to exert that little bit more energy here and there. Yep. And you know, you like this past weekend at the second to last race here in Salt Lake city out of the first turn, those guys started going, um, from the little jump over the, the yeah. first one and then I'll go three, three into three, the turn. Three, yeah. Um, just little things like that. You just, you know, when you're stronger and fitter, you just, you're, you know, right. by no mistake, you start to get better and stronger and, yeah. and, and your results, you feel more comfortable, you feel more confident. Um, and I feel like that's probably what I'm lacking a little bit. Um, so it's not all the bike. It wasn't all the bike switch. It was you too. Yeah. The bike, a base the bike switch is, was a, it kind of happened organically, to be honest. Like I, I, I was originally told that we were, we were done. You, we were done until October, September, October is yep. when we'd come back. So my mind, I thought, okay, well, you know, like we have time, you never have time. So let's, you know, let's, let's build yep. up some for sale bikes. Let's get rid of these bikes because, uh, obviously I'm aware that, that Honda has a, a brand new, all new 2021 bike. Yep. Um, and so at that point I was kind of like, let's just sell these things up and try to get on one of those when yeah, we start. Like yeah. basically, you know, like kind of like you thinking, yeah, like yep. get on that. And, and I, but, and then I really wanted to ride a two stroke. And then, so I ended up with a, you know, the KTM two stroke, um, loved it, loved the way it felt. So then I was like, and then there started to be rumblings a little bit, you know, yeah. like we, and I'm sure you heard the same things. It's kind of like, 
oh, we're going to Phoenix. I mean, Phoenix was what we started yep. hearing. And yep. it's like, oh, we're going to Phoenix. And I'm, Dan Truman calls me and he goes, dude, I think we might go racing on, I actually want to say it was April yeah. 15th. Yeah. Was when, like, was yeah. the, or, the original, yep. like, was, start date. Yep. And I think at that point, it was like three weeks away or maybe two weeks. It was like within two weeks. Yep. And I'm like, oh, crap. Okay. <laughs> you know, and I like, kind of like. Call the guys up that sold the, that bought the bikes. <laughs> yeah. And so like, I kind of started freaking out. So then we went and purchased another, you know, a KTM just because I felt like that was easy and I, I liked it. And then, um, and then did some outdoor riding on it. And I was just kind of doing motos. Like I actually started doing some 30 minute motos yep. a day. And, um, and it wasn't because I was like trying to be ready for motocross or anything like that. It was more just like I wanted to try to get that base, like get my base up. Yep. Um, and then long story short, I, KTM uh, allowed me to get the factory suspension. Yeah. And a bike that I already really enjoyed um, just came alive. Like, it, man, the bike, as soon as you throw that factory suspension, that 52 mil fork on it, it just it, – Makes it, a difference, it's, huh? it's yeah. just, Honestly, it's like going back – how long ago? Oh, three. When, yep. when it's literally going from when, like, actually, I would, I would, I would describe it as when we first got our bell bottom four. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it literally, like okay, our bike's good. Yeah. You know, three. It was a solid yep. bike. Yeah, it's a good bike. And then we bolted those bell bottoms, and it just like was a whole nother level of just the bike, just being able to be stable, lands off jumps, turns yeah. right away, and I was like, wow, like I've. I've felt that yeah. before, you know, yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny. And obviously it's steel frame, so there's a lot in common. Um, so then, yeah, we we, we pursued down that road and um, my my lap times. Um, we never back-to-back. I never rode a bike one minute and then jumped on the next bike. But in general, my lap times were faster. Yeah. Um, so that was always, you know, like my, it's always good to back up a feeling with a lap time yeah, that, that, was, sure. that was faster. Um, but we didn't do it on the same day. So I'm not naive in thinking that, you know, the track conditions could change or, or yeah. whatever it is. But for the most part, generally the yeah. track was quite, and, and quite you felt similar. better. You just felt, I better. did. Yeah. And, uh, so we were excited. I was excited to come here and, and, and do it. And then obviously with that window of opportunity, like, kind of like everyone's saying, all right, we're going racing. And then so that, at po- that point you start yeah. putting in the time and starting riding supercross and uh and things like that and so yeah i mean i i enjoy the change i i've i've loved it i think um and mountain motorsport was huge hugely uh in favor of um supporting me on a ktm as yep. well you know yep. like they obviously do real well and i think they even you know want to grow that relationship and make that uh make the brand even right. even bigger and better so not really comparable to your husky then i mean obviously you were hurt on the husky uh you weren't in shape and your achilles was ankle or achilles or whatever it was, was uh, yeah ankle um so you can't, and you, but you were working with Bones. You were putting some Showa stuff on there at one point. WP. St- so, so you can't really compare these two bikes from when you rode it before. Uh, so they're similar. Yeah. Obviously, they're very similar. Engine, engine's amazing. Like I don't know. It's no Blue Crew, bro. Dude, I don't know that there's a better engine or has. Yeah, it's a Yamaha. It's, it's Blue Crew. You're you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Blue Crew's pe- good, dude. The people are going to believe me because you get paid off the bl- Blue Crew. Dude, I do I'm not telling get, you, I, it's a good bike. I, I choose bikes that I want to ride, <laughs> so I'm getting paid zero from KTM. Let me ask um, Kiefer. Let me ask so, Kiefer. He'll tell you. Right. Yeah. So um, as far as like, yeah, like if you're comparing the two, yeah. I loved my Husky. I really did. Yeah. I, I was in horrendous shape. Right. I could barely walk. I could barely ride. So you can't, you, yeah, you can't compare that. Yeah. 
Um, but the one thing that I always fought and we, and I felt that there was so much potential that we could never, you know, tap into, um, was, was, was just straight up KTM and Husky yeah. <laughs> were, were unwilling at yeah. that point in time right. to, you know, provide those forks or make them available to me. Yep. Um, so unfortunately we, I had to go another route. Like it, I didn't have any access to, you know, good WP stuff. So then I thought, the next best thing would be, um, you know, we had some, I had access to some, some works, uh, KYB stuff. Um, you know, KYB is, was a, was a, was the smaller of the 48 fork. Um, and unfortunately this bike just likes bigger, yeah. bigger is better. I think the frame, the, the, the flexi frame it's, needs it's stiffer stuff. hundred percent. I yeah. mean, this is all things that I, you know, we've experienced from, yeah. from going back as far as, you know, 2002, 2003. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of like if I'm comparing those two bikes, engine's identical. Yeah. Like I actually, the piston that's in this, in this current bike is the bike. It's the, still the, it's leftover pistons from 18. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, same, same cam, um, that we, that we race with. And, um, so yeah, I mean, as far as engine, engine is identical. You, um, uh, you I'll tell you this because yeah. you're a mechanic and you, you lived, uh, under the same tent and in the same team for me. Explain to me why can I ride on a Husqvarna or a KTM mm -hmm. for twenty hours on one clutch, <laughs> and on a jet bike I can go, yeah, one day, yeah, possibly two, so maybe an hour. Right, right, and yeah, I mean, I would see the clutches come out of those bikes at times, and they're they're cooked, they're done. Right, I don't and know. So, so my whole career, I've been told. That I'm horrendous. I'm tough on clutches, but then I go to a yeah, KTM, KTM and I'm I'm really fine. so you don't you just leave them you just leave run them. it. Yeah, yeah, I mean like the, the yeah. literally the bike like is yeah. the the engine times out before the clutch. Right, right, right. Jeez, yeah, I'm I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. It's unbelievable. And is so, that a hydraulic so, thing? Is that so a, that uh, I mean, have you ever seen one? Have you ever seen one of engine apart? Have yeah. you seen a clutch? Yeah, this is a yeah. nice clutch. Yeah, um, that's why nobody makes them because they're that badass uh stock but and their inner their hubs are nice too that's they're, what i'm saying yeah, yeah, i'm talking yeah, about the yeah, hubs okay, yeah, yeah. um i just i mean man it's just unbelievable on the start like you have such a better feeling on the on the start um so that was honestly that was my motivation as somebody that was going to go ride and have fun during the summer yeah um i wanted a motorcycle that but, i could throw a filter in right and, put some gas in it yeah. and do the chain and that's it, you know, and this bike's that bike, right, you know, right. like honestly, like as a, you know, somebody who races at the highest level, um, and who is an avid, you know, fan of riding motocross and then riding dirt bikes. I don't know why people or anybody wouldn't, wouldn't purchase a KTM or a Husky. Like they're dude, they're freaking awesome. I, I, am, I, I must say I'm really impressed by I how good they are. I couldn't figure out for a long time on why KTM guys, whether it's Dunge, whether it's Coop, Marv, I'm like, why can't these guys get through whoops? Like, what like, is this a bike problem? And and I for years, right? Like, some of their best riders on KTM's couldn't get through whoops. And but Wilson, Dino, and Jason can, but those guys couldn't. And it always mystified me. I'm like, steel frame, flexing, what's going on? But you know what? Coop is very good in the whoops right now. So I would say that uh, they figured something out. <laughs> yeah, and I think that they have an upgrade that I don't have. Yeah. Um, because I wouldn't say that I struggle in the whoops, but I'm. I'm, I'm, at, I'm okay in the whoops. Yeah. Um, I would say that I was a good rider in the whoops of and course, now I'm yeah. okay. 
Um, you know, and actually I just today I had a conversation with Rog, so I have some ideas for Sunday's race. But I think that when you look at a Cooper Webb from last year and who was just straight up horrendous in the whoops, yeah. and then look you and then don't even take this year, just take these six races yeah. that we've had in, in Which uh, have had tough whoop in, sections in Salt Lake. And I would consider the these six races in Salt Lake some of the six races hardest whoops that we've had all season. Yep. And I would put Cooper as one of the best, if not the best. You know, maybe one weekend he wasn't the best, and then other weekends he was. But, like, I would put he's him in. He's in the top he's three. A, he's with he's Mookie. A, he's with these he's guys. He's a top yeah. three guy yeah. In, yeah. in really, really challenging whoops. And I think that that, that tells you that they've that they've figured some things I, out. I and, think so, yeah. Um, you know, and I think that that's, that's a dangerous combination for everybody else because when you think of, you know, just how gnarly – the fact that we had a supercross champion last year that couldn't blitz whoops, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think I was... Or Dunge, of, I, Dunge too. Dunge couldn't do it. Dunge was... Yeah, but Dunge, Dunge never jumped him, you know? Yeah, he didn't jump him like Marv or no, Coop, no. No, no, He like, kind of figured it he, out. He yeah. just... Yeah, yeah, like he, you know, he had length and, yeah. you know, he was obviously his taller rider. And so I think that he always just kind of figured it out. He was so damn strong in the turns that he just kind of... He could give up that little bit in the whoops. Um, but yeah, I must say, I'm... As as somebody who was critical of Coop in the whoops last year, yeah. they've made huge huge gains. This they have this, uh, and maybe I didn't. He was good because I watched. What did I watch? What did, what race did I not race? O Oakland, and the whoops were not hard, but the, yeah. you know they everybody long. was they were, they were long too, and yeah. everybody was moving around, and that was the first time that I obviously wasn't racing, so I was I took time to watch, and and I was impressed with Coop at that point. Too, yeah. So yep. Now they've come up on something. Um. Do you, do you, okay, so if the car thing comes up, that's what you do, and that's what you love to do. If the car thing comes together for you, you're going to do that, and 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 you know, and and maybe still ride a motocross bike, but yeah, no, I still but, have every yeah. every goal and plan to want to ride my my dirt bike. My kids are strangely, my kids are super into riding bikes right now. Um, kind of at that point where I'm considering looking at some land and property in oh in uh, North Carolina and in and uh, just. I don't know. I like. I want my kids to have freedom. I want them to, if they want to go ride BMX, I'll build them a BMX track. Right. If they want to ride dirt bikes, we can ride dirt bikes. We can do it all. Um, you know, I just want to be able to do something. And so, yeah, that. And then, obviously, I'm I'm hopeful that Lamborghini is gonna, uh, you know, that Lamborghini deal is gonna come uh, come about. Yep. Uh, it starts in August. August seventh through ninth is the first race in uh, Road America. So, uh, yeah, I mean, so as soon as we. You know, as soon as I finish my final race here, it's kind of like the gears will just switch to, yeah. you know, not retiring, but like just from one racing to another racing yeah, yeah. and trying to make that happen. So that's you, currently that's all I really have planned for the summer is working on my Lamborghini deal. Once, uh, once October, we talked about this on the trail today. Once October comes around, Monster Cup comes around, you're, this is going to set start setting in for you. You're going to be like, huh? Yeah, I think wow. that. That that's when I feel like when October comes around is when I go, you know, like whatever feeling it is, whether it's like you're, I feel the need or the motivation to want to yeah. train and, and race, or I go, man, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'm, whatever, I'm, whatever that I'm happy. You'll have some feeling that. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's honestly, that's probably the, you know, like I'll have a clearer answer then, than I, than I do now. 
Um, because even right now I'm kind of like, well, hey, Monster Cup stand. <laughs> yeah. Be fun. Yeah, no, maybe, absolutely right. Maybe KTM will let me keep one of these bikes and we can uh, yeah, race Do Monster something. Cup. Do you see yourself, uh, and I don't know if it's a couple years or whatever, I could see you coming back to the sport, um, maybe not owning a team. You went down that route already, but uh, say Mountain Motorsports expands and does some stuff for, or, or a riding coach for a team or a crew chief for a team, like a like what Burner does, where you deal with mechanics, but you mostly deal with the riders. You know, I could see you doing something like that. I don't see you being like a one-on-one coach for anybody. I, but I could see like if a factory team came calling. I have different, different needs, different wants. Um, I would, I I would certainly, you know, if Mountain wanted to do something, I would I would love to help them because they're just good people. Yeah. Um, and I know that they would let me create what I would want to create. Um, but my, my goal would always, if, if I was to do that, like I, my, my, I always say it's like, you want to be Rog. Yeah. Like you want to be a Roger DaCosta. Where you if, have all the power. If, you're, you're the guy. I just think that for me, it's about like, you want to come in and make change or you want to like, if I fail, I want to know that I failed because I failed. Yeah. Um, not because you failed because of the system. And I feel like there's so many, there's so many teams out there that need help, but I don't know that one individual can come and help that huge because yeah. because the system's kind of broken and a lot of politics, yeah, a, a lot, lot of politics yeah. in this sport and 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 I and I mean I'm I'm unbelievably exhausted from politics, <laughs> so it would take a it would take it would take a big, big position and, and, and a position of authority to be able to come in and, you know, hire, fire, do, you know, beat the guy. Um, that would motivate me, yeah. you know, like I, I look up to Raj. I mean, obviously I raced for Raj in, in 2009 and, you know, and you, you've, I've been on the good side, the bad side and, you, you know, like, but overall, like I love what he does. I love the access that he has and, and the influence that he has. And it's, it's, you there's no denying that he hasn't come and influenced, you know, KTM yeah. and Husqvarna oh, dude, to a right? point of, yeah. you know, you, a company that you would never consider racing for at a factory level um, to now be in the team that it, that I would promise you everybody in the pit, pits wants to be yeah. on. Yep. Um, and if they don't, they're crazy. But And I feel like Ian has got authority as well. You know 100%. what I mean? Like Ian's, yeah. Ian, there's, Raj, so many, I, there's so many layers. Like I always talk of Raj and it's like Raj is the guy. But – it's Roger's influence and his experience that is yeah. influential, you know, and maybe, you know, of course he has people above him, but it's, it's people like, uh, you know, Pitt Byer and those guys. And it's like, Pitt has such a racing background and, yeah. and it just, it, for me, it, it's a, f- it's fun to see from the outside looking in because I don't know what it's like on the inside. Maybe it's horrible. Who knows? <laughs> um, but from the outside looking in, it looks it looks like it's just, it looks exciting to me. You know, yeah. where where I look at most. But you want to call the shots. Like 100%, yes, yes. You yeah, know, like yeah. when you look at some of the other brands, it's the same old same for me. You yeah. know, like it doesn't seem. You know, like I would say, Kawasaki. Kawasaki needs a gold star because the team that I rode for in two thousand and nine. Yeah was just they there was tweaks that they needed to make and and, and I'm talking tweaks they're they're not huge tweaks always yeah. you know like when you're talking a factory team like you're there you're running maybe you're not at the top but you're there um 
the changes that they've made over the last kind of like two years, three years, um, I I think that that they're they they're deserving Supercross champions and Motocross champions, and and I think that that team and the KTM team are easily the best two teams in the in the yeah. paddock right now. You know the JGR thing for you. Uh, you moved there. You moved up to Charlotte. You rode for him. I, uh, you and Coy are probably. I mean, I don't. I think it didn't end great, but no, you and Coy. It, it ended fine. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. So in my yeah, yeah. mind, no, no. They, totally I, I'm just guessing. I, nobody told me anything. Yeah. But uh, you and Coy seem like the same kind of mindset, same kind of person, same kind of people. Um, I really like that fit. Yes, it's on a Suzuki, but I. I mean, and I thought I could see you there, riding there. Uh, um, doing your own kind of deals, maybe you know, to help you out financially, and then maybe moving up into uh, like what the position we just talked about. I I really saw that happening. I was very surprised that the JGR thing was like one and done. Yeah, I just I, just, I thought that was a natural. I fit. loved uh, loved my time at JGR, and and you know, have a lot of respect for those guys for sure. And it didn't it, in my mind, it didn't end badly. Yeah. They just uh, you know, they it was running, you know deep 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 into the off season they didn't have answers from suzuki yeah um you know nothing really from their side of things you know they were trying to get sponsorship they were trying to get answers from suzuki suzuki was in suzuki was out you know didn't really like it was kind of a weird situation um i just felt like i needed to make yeah and and, and unfortunately you know like jgr had to make decisions you know based on what they had to work with yep and so what they had to work with is you know there was just I think real key people um, that was that in my mind, um, I just didn't think the direction they were going. Uh, yeah. Like I, I wouldn't put myself in that situation. Right. You know, like yeah. I, I know, I know the, the environment that I thrive in. Um, and unfortunately they just had to make a lot of changes that, yeah. that changed that, that feeling. But I, yeah. man, I love Koi. I wish that, uh, I would love to work closer with Koi. Um, but I, my opinion actually, you know, my real opinion is, is that he just, he doesn't trust that a rider can, can do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, do it at the level that I, right, that right, I can. Right. Um, and I think that that's, that's fair for yeah, him. Yeah, it's that's his fair. team, right? It's his, that's, yeah. That's yeah. fair for him to do that. I mean, right. a number of times I went to him and tried to, uh, you know, try to help maybe possibly suggest things yeah, you know, yeah suggest yeah, things yeah. maybe implement things and um and and with respect to him i respect that he said it he just goes i just his straight words whereas i just don't know that i can take that advice from a writer um <laughs> you know like and so he's always asking me for my journalism degree too <laughs> so that was so that was his opinion and i right. and i respect that yeah yeah um so i got a, a chad reed super fan buddy at home uh just a guy I grew up with moto moto guy and like I gotta be honest, he he asked me, he's like, this was a while ago, this was probably before the before the shutdown. He's just like, How can Chad go out there and you know, not finish in the top ten, not be, you know, battling for podiums, top fives, you know, you're one of the all time legends, you're one of the all time greats. How can he do that? This is a fan of yours. He's just like, I don't get it. You know, he's kinda like mad at that that your results, you know what I mean? But I mean, I was like, he's old. I told me, like, he's old. Look at our sport. Look at the way the, the curve of our sport is. Um, you've accepted it. You can deal with it. It's yeah, probably yeah. not great, but. Yeah, and truthfully, I haven't, and that's probably why I'm stepping away. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a tough one because it's like the last few years, like, I feel like what 
you know, the easiest way to answer it is, is when, when I've been, when I've been healthy, when I've been fit, when I've been comfortable, um, I've always been competitive yeah. at, at any age. Um, and unfortunately I feel like the last few years just really haven't been years, you know, like my time at Yamaha, like, God, I had such a big vision of going back yeah. to Yamaha yep. and it just, it didn't, it didn't end well. It didn't go the way I expected it to. Um, I was promised so many different things and, and it just didn't at no, at no way, shape or form did it go the way it right. was supposed yeah. to. Um, so therefore, and then it, and it was kind of like, okay, at that point, do you just walk away and, you know, I got to go back to Yamaha. Do I now just retire? Um, you kind of, you know, I had to dig kind of a little bit yeah. deep into my, my soul a little bit on like, what do I really want to do? Um, we had sponsors committed in 18. So then it was, you know, and then it was the first year we did, uh, uh what do you call it? The VIP experience. Yep. So then I heard, I heard it's the best VIP in the pits. If a hundred percent. Yeah. I heard one. that. Yeah. yeah. I don't <laughs> even know if there's competition at this point. Um, so I think that like, yeah, in 18, it was kind of like you were just pot committed and yep. I did it. And then I couldn't go out like that because yeah, it just the injury. Yeah, was not, yeah. so bad. And then, um, you know, and then I got, I got to do the, you know, the, the ride with JGR, uh, in the outdoors. Um, you know, they let me kind of keep a bike, but I, wasn't ever a part of the team, you know, until Pike got hurt. Yeah. Um, when Pike got hurt, I was already like on a, I, you know, they were just loaning me bikes and letting me ride the off season races. Um, I was in Australia when he got hurt. And so then you just, you kind of, you felt halfway committed. And then I think that that, that showed, you know, in results at the beginning of the year. And then I kind of rode myself, you know, yep. back into a rhythm and I got a podium. I was getting some decent, you know, positions here and there. Um, and then you kind of want to ride that wave. Like if, if people knew the goals that I had set and the, you know, the off season plan that I had for like 19 off season going yep. into this year, yep. um, at no point was retirement considered at no point was, like I just had this massive plan, yeah. you know, of like, okay, I got to this level. Now I want to go to this level and whether you love me or hate me, but I, I know what it takes to go from this yeah. level to that level. And I was trying to implement that at JGR. Um, I was trying to do it all. And, and unfortunately, you know, and not in JGR is not JGR's fault, not putting it on them, but that's just when, shit got real for them, yeah. you know, like yeah. they had to make a bunch of cuts. Yeah. Yeah. Were I, you okay with the bike? Were you, were you fine with the bike? The bike wasn't, you know, like it wasn't the best Suzuki I raced, but yeah. it wasn't the worst. Yeah. Um, you could make it work. It was, yeah. it was a solid bike. Right. It really was. Like, I think that, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I think it gets a worse grab than what it is. Um, I really think it was a solid motorcycle. It, you know, I, I, I was more than willing and excited to go race it again in 2020. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, I like that fit. I just thought that yeah, fit was, it was so good. It was good. And then it just, one thing led to another and it just seemed like, yep. you know, like the, the stars were aligning and the picture was starting to become clear yeah, that, yeah. that I just wasn't <laughs> really, it wasn't the place for me to be. Um, and then I took on that, the Lamborghini thing and suddenly 
everything just changed. Yeah. You know, like I was then loving that. Um, fresh start, fresh stuff. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. it was all fresh. It was all things that I love, like, you know, like the, an, the analyzing and the, you know, looking at data and, and, you know, from a skill level, like driving the race car and then coming back and spending hours looking at data and squiggly lines. And, yeah. and obviously those squiggly lines mean something, you know, it's very black and white. Um, in the fact that you can, you can see, you know, yep. when you, when you make a mistake, you know, you, you see what happens on the data and, and, and as I, you know, as the races went by and time went by, I started to really understand and be able to, you know, go do laps in the race car and then come back in and look at a computer and go, okay, okay now, I, yeah. now I know where I'm needing to go. Um, I need to break here, you know, I'm, I'm, and it's kind of like you pick, pick, you know, places, maybe you're, maybe you're on power with the pro team here and then you're a half second to six tenths, eight tenths off here. And so you just work on the little things. Yep. Um, and that just became so fun for me. Um, but with also saying it was fun, there was nothing else that was like from the motorcycle side that was entertaining for me yeah like everything just seemed like a dead end yeah at that yeah, point. yeah you're like oh so, this person th that can't have me this team doesn't doesn't yeah. have a spot so then i kind of yeah, just yeah. yeah like i was just kind of like man i'm i'm over this you know like i don't i had this crazy plan of like working all through the summer with jgr you know getting started on supercross early going to paris going to australia you know like yep. doing the things that i know work for me um with taking the summer off I have to do those off-season races. They help me get into that race yeah. pace, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just, unfortunately, it just kind of went to shit. Yeah. Um, but I, I stuck to the schedule, yeah. but I just was <laughs> unprepared. Yeah. Um, you know, like I just, yeah, I got, so, hurt. So I, no, got, I got hurt in Paris. So no part of you when you're out there battling with guys that, you know, I mean, you're just better so, than. No part of you is like. It, like, it, just, like my results bum me out. Oh, they do. 100%. Okay, they do. Okay, yeah. Like so I, you do. You come in. You're like fuck. Like <laughs> it. Like it. Yeah. Like I haven't accepted. Yeah. At any point, have right. I accepted that I'm a you know a yeah. 15th place guy? That's, like like guys. I know guys like, that. That's race not with. okay for me. Like I'm not. Yeah. Um. And if I sat here and I told you, like, if I truly sat here and was like, man, you know what? I worked my ass off. I tested hours and hours i'm in race shape i'm throwing down and doing it and i'm a 15th place guy i would tell you okay i'm a 15th place guy yeah yep um but there's so much more i mean you know just i'm a huge believer 100 percent. there's just no shortcuts to the top and when 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 you put the facts out there um it just doesn't it, it tells you why where where we're at um and really honestly where we're at it's pretty damn good considering of what we did to get here. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the resources that factory teams have and the highest teams have. Um, I had, you know, Mark Johnson send me a set of suspension and I was like, oh, yeah, forks are a little, you know, harsh. Yeah. And then he sent another one and it was pretty good. And at that point, whether it was good or bad, I had to choose between the first one or the second yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then put the bike on the truck to come to Salt Lake City. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and so we show up at Salt Lake City and it's, it's just, it is what it is. We've had one shock setting and we've had two fork settings. Yep. Um, and I'm just, there's no way you can tell me any other way that you get out of it what you put in. Yeah. And... It wasn't that I didn't put it in. It's just that you didn't couldn't, have the resources. Put there it wasn't in. the right, time. Right, there wasn't the, right, you know. Right. And so when I think of that, like, I take, just take the, the last weekend. I had a pretty big gap 
to, you know, AP and, and Dino. And I, I bridged the gap. I got to the back of them, you know. And it's like, here's you're talking about two, you know, mid to late 20s yeah. guys yeah. who are at the prime of their career on factory race teams. They're 13th and 14th place guys. Right. And had I have been a little bit stronger, I easily would have passed them. Right, right. Um, the only thing that let me down was just I wasn't quite fit enough in the last kind of two laps I I blew up. <laughs> um, and, and honestly, when I come off the racetrack and I was like, what did I finish? You know, like, I mean, it, that it sucks because it was my best race of the year, but it was a 15th. Yeah. 15th. Yeah. And yeah, that, no, and it just shows you that, you know, there, a, a starts really important. And then, you know, like Eli was right in front of me. But he went to second. Yep. And it's just, and I watched the video of him, and he just, dude, it's just, wow. it's, it's a tenth here and it's tenth there, and the you, dude you just you used to do that. I can I can't tell you how many times you would come on the first turn, fifteenth, yeah. tenth, and then that first lap for you, yeah, it's phenomenal. So yeah, many yeah, times yeah, you yeah. would you would do what Eli did, yeah, and you would and cut I think about it guys. now. I'm like, <laughs> if I do that now, I ain't making it to yeah. the twenty minute mark. And and that's yeah, the difference. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. that one hundred percent is the difference. Yeah. Eli ain't considering no. Lap one, he's you yeah. know he him blowing up or him exerting too much energy. He's yeah, just like no. he's just flowing. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Um, where, where unfortunately I'm just at a point where it's like it's gonna be a long way if I go <laughs> <laughs> throw down on this first lap. So then that yeah, that part bums me out because I like there's a part of me and I, I'm contradicting in myself a little bit and and it feels like it even in my own mind, but. Like there is a part of me. Like I wish that I could go out and and find. Like I wish I could find. I don't even know if it's motivation because it's kind of like I do want to do it. Yeah. Um. But I I wish I could make sense of like just going and just doing that boot camp and just whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. I think that would yeah. be fun. Yeah. Try it one more and, time. And really whatever, just right? coming out yeah. and being like, okay, I got smoked and right. I really do suck and I'm old and, yeah, and see you later. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. Or I'm like, oh. Wow, this yeah. yeah now I can yeah, you're now, like, I can, oh. now I can ride with right. the big cuz I mean your brain knows what to do you, 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 you know you, you know what you're doing uh Chad Reed on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Maxis and of course uh Renthal uh flyracing.com please check them out at your local dealer local e-tailer as well Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne Justin Brayton we're in Fly uh Alex Ray using MXSTs out there uh, from Maxis uh and uh, also to Renthal of course renthal.com Chad used Renthal for a min- number of years uh please check them out on the web thanks to those guys and Ray tech pulp 20 is a code to save the race tech so um your career you've had a lot of highs i thought of three last night i was like the yamaha years not brooks but the yamaha factory yamaha years the suzuki year i think that even though you didn't win that title you won the outdoor title and just people wrote you all you know like i think that that for you personally was a massive high and then the two two honda year you know like those couple years yeah Am I fair in saying that? Like, those are your three peaks, would you say? Yeah, I mean, obviously, when I came out of the lights class in 2003, I think, uh, you know, winning eight races in my first year was yeah. was uh, was pretty impressive. Um, you know, taking RC down to the final race. Um, Had there been more competition that year, you would have won the title, or if your seat hadn't broken at Minneapolis? Well, I, I put it down. I'd wouldn't say yeah i put it 100 percent down to my own mistakes i yeah. mean i was i believe you can correct me 
uh, do a fact check, but I believe, I think I was on podium all but two races. Yeah. And the two races that I wasn't on the podium, I finished sixth. You do the math. Yeah. Take, take a worse podium, you know, and you go three, three and suddenly I'm, I'm the champion. Or, I mean, there were so many injuries that Ricky could almost do almost anything. and get. Yeah. But I mean, you you can't control whatever people do. I'm just, control yourself. for me, I, I think that you can only control your own things and, um, I had a sixth place at Anaheim two or three that year. Um, basically I was fast and it was just, it was a really, I don't remember that at all. It was a weird track. It had a, uh, I remember we went across the start straightaway. Um, I think it was okay. a split lane that yeah. went across and then, uh, you just struggled with, it was one of those tracks where there wasn't like, you couldn't take leaps you know yeah. couldn't take big gaps slippery hard yeah so then uh everyone was real close i got impatient you know just a typical rookie mistake started pushing the limits lost the front and i think i crashed one other time and got six and then same thing in uh minneapolis um i was god i was it was the opposite in the fact that you could take big gaps out of people and i came from the back past ricky right away rode away lost the front went back to third went back to the lead Started riding away and then cartwheeled, um, you know, and then broke the subframe, which yeah. broke the seat. Yeah. Um, so just my own mistakes, really. Um, but, yeah, like you said, I mean, so those those years were really fun. Um, Suzuki, like, I feel like if you if you break it down, Yamaha, Yamaha, I was raw, you know, like I was young. Yeah. They, they were motivated. Um, Timmy was pushing you 24-7. <laughs> Timmy was pushing me 24-7. <laughs> DV was freaking out 24-7 in his underwear. Yeah. <laughs> in his underwear, running around. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, and then, so, when, so I think that, like, it's just a different point. And the, but then it's, I got to a point where I was winning races. You know, I was becoming older and more mature. I was understanding that I needed certain things from the bike. We went to the aluminum frame. And then it just seemed like it went to the four stroke and then we really didn't have the best four stroke, yeah. you know, like everybody kind of had updated and caught us and passed us. Um, and then I went to Brooks, you know, a lot of like when I signed with Brooks, the, the, the 100% mindset was, I love Yamaha as a brand. I want to be there. Yeah. Um, so it was allowing me to stay with the brand, but then get away from the politics. Yeah. Um, I quickly found out that the politics you know, didn't change because (laughs) they still controlled me and my bike bike, and everything. So basically I just inherited, um, and I felt like I was on a, on a race team and, and obviously Brooks wasn't great because at, at, at buffering that for me. Um, you know, like I wanted to get away from it. Brooks was also frustrated with the restrictions that we were, we had, and he wasn't ever great at buffering that from me. Um, so you were hearing about it. So then obviously I was hearing about it. And so then I was more frustrated about it. And, um, Oh wait, they finally, you know, made some, some really good positive changes. Um, you know, that come at the end of Oh seven with, you know, going to the Oh eight bike and it, it really did change. It's yeah. kind of funny. Like a lot of the changes that they happened really weren't big changes, but it made such a huge difference in the motorcycle. Um, we won in Oh eight. Um, there was a part of me that I wanted to stay, um, you know, like I kind of like, there was a part that I hadn't really considered leaving. Um, but then I really didn't have an option cause they went and signed James. Well, it sounds like from what I gather and you can correct me, like you're, 
your agent overstated things, you know what I mean? And I think, from what I understand, I was that you guys were you were coming off a championship. You wanted more money, you know. You probably deserved it. I'm. I would be the first person to tell you that it, that an agent was wrong. Um, <laughs> in this one, I don't know. I truly don't think that Steve was wrong. Um, it was really a combination of Steve and Bobby Moore. Um, we were, we were promised. Um, if I win a championship, yep. my this salary is, goes to X. Yep. Um, and that that I heard I heard it myself. Yep. Um, so in this particular case, um, you know, should my agent have been push, 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 knowing that the world was about to go through a, yep. you know, a recession yep. and whatever, um, you can't predict that at that point. I yep. mean, it was, you know, basically. Yeah, with hindsight you can, but yeah, you don't, at the time you don't, yeah. You don't, right, you yeah. don't know that. All you know is that we're up for renegotiating and. This is what I was and, supposed to get. And, and yeah. said team owner promised that if we win a title, my salary goes to this. Um, and so we were, you, we were fighting for that. Yeah. Um, and so when we're fighting for that, it kind of just went back and forth. How it got deal with, I wasn't, I wasn't amongst every phone call. So yeah. I don't know that Steve, you yep. know, ethically took that down the right path. Um, but I do know that he was fighting for yeah. what, was what was said. What and, was promised. Right? Um, and whatever, should he have backed down? Should he have met in the middle? I don't know that answer. Um, at this point, I still don't know the answer. So, yeah. and, and so anyway, they, where were you when you heard that Jay signed James? Do you remember? Uh, I think I was in Vegas. Yeah. It was like literally like the, uh, like the Thursday or Friday before the race. Really? Yeah. yeah. And you were just like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so then obviously they denied it to me. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like, and I just said, look, I mean, if you signed him, like it sounds very much that you signed him. Yeah. Um, and then the only reason I knew th that he signed is, uh, cause Yamaha called. Oh yeah. Um, Yamaha didn't want James. Yeah. Um, Yamaha wanted to, and you know, basically Yamaha said, Hey, well, this is happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, if, if you want to remain as a Yamaha rider, then everything that we give them, we'll give to you and then you can come back to us. Yeah. Um, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. That like at the end of the day, that's probably, I'm pretty surprised Keith would make an offer like that. It just, it probably <laughs> what hurts my feelings the most on this whole Yamaha thing. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I did love Yamaha and I had great time there, but just uh, unfortunately over the years, there's just certain things that we butt heads on and there's just no, no way around it. Yeah. He didn't lay yep. down. I don't lay down and we don't move forward. Right, right. So yeah, but so anyway, yeah, so, so that, Luke, yeah. so that, yeah, I go win the championship. Yeah. Um, I, I find out, you know, like, and then, and then that made me feel really good, but I was scared. Like I was really scared. Yeah, yeah, I um, bet. I bet. I was really scared to ride a Yamaha because I, I had almost lost a championship because of the bike bogging. Yep. Um, and at that point, um, and it, there's no other way to say it. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like I didn't make a decision because I didn't want to go back to Keith or it wasn't a team related thing. Um, it was a 100%. I was scared to ride a Yamaha again. Um, I was scared to, for the bike to bog and, and, and that issue to continue. Yeah. Um, and at that point they you weren't, know, they you know, weren't. The, they whole, the whole time, sorry to interrupt you, but the whole time that I, w I was there at Yamaha, you know, you talked to the Honda guys and they're like, no, nah, we're good. We right? don't have a problem. And it, it just, it's, you're like, what? You, know, you know what I learned <laughs> and I'll get to that now yeah. is, uh, so then, so the, I, I was just, I was really yeah. scared 
the only bike at the time was was Suzuki with a uh, fuel injection. Yeah. So I called uh, Rog, and you know, at first it was kind of like they were interested, and then it was kind of like the conversations happened. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't know where it went wrong, and I know that Rog has a huge, huge issue with agents in general, but probably Steve more so. <laughs> um, so it kind of like conversation started out really yep. positive, yep. and then it was just no, yeah, we're not doing it, yeah. And I'm kind of like, well, crap. Here I am, Supercross champ, and yeah. I don't have a job, right? <laughs> I don't know where I'm going, yep. Um, and so it was pretty deep into, and then at, at this point, um like the the whole uh sim and wild thing just turned upside down it was so ugly my i mean i was already for the most part out of my contract i mean i i had fulfilled everything that there was to fulfill yep. i think that my contract ran through maybe september october um you know normal normal ending yep. to a contract um but i really didn't have anything to fulfill my contract i could have just stayed at home and um it just it started getting nasty um there was a clause in my contract that said that if they were ever, um, because when they came to us, they we didn't know who they were. Yeah, you know, yep. the, the money that they were signing me on for was huge, and um, you know, and when when it's too big of a contract or it's such a big contract, it's almost too good to be true yeah, sometimes. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah, good point. You know, so there was I right. was very well protected in the fact that, um, you know, year one. Uh, my contract, like a certain number of my my payout, was was in an escrow account, and if they, you know, flaked yeah, and whatever, dealt, then I the got, money was there, yeah. I got the money, and and then I would have just went back to Yamaha, and, right. and it would have been all, you know, like that was kind right. of already been discussed, and so my my contract always had a clause in it that if they ever missed a payment, immediately my contract was yeah. terminated. Um, they started to play games, and one of the games they played was that they were. You know that they did. They didn't pay me. Yeah. Um. You know. Obviously, then that at, at that point I was never staying. So then at that point my lawyers immediately reacted to that. Yeah. Terminated the contract, and at that point in the real world, the, the contract's terminated. Um. You know, and then they made it clear that they were just whatever. And yeah. Anyway, they obviously seeked lawyer <laughs> thing. Yes. Then they pay me late, and yeah. You know, and then it just but then it just turned into a lawyer fight. Um. And so that was that was a shame to end it like that to win a title, yeah, and then to absolutely. have that no, that sure. bitter feeling towards yeah. the but towards the whole thing. Um, and then I really think that the only way the Suzuki deal is we kind of had to go around around Raj and Suzuki, you know. <laughs> um, I really, really wanted to ride a Suzuki. Um, at that point, I'd already rode Burner's bike. Okay, um, loved it. And just thought, shit, man! Yeah. I, like yeah, I, was, yeah, I really want to ride on this thing. thing you know, right? yeah. Like this is, this is a great motorcycle. Um, so then I just started. Like I was a Suzuki athlete in Australia, and so I just started reaching out to people in Australia and getting them to put pressure. Um, yeah, you know, we went to Rockstar directly. Yeah, started pretty getting, smart of you guys you know, to do that. Like getting smart of you guys to do getting that. getting yeah. them motivated. Um, you know, and then started it started to kind of like the <laughs> the flame started to fire up again and. Um, you know, they, the, the only thing I wish, like I, I took Steve's advice on this and the contract wasn't, wasn't what it was like what my current yeah. was. Yeah. It was a little bit less. Yeah. Um, but in all honesty, it was still, I would, I would guarantee you that it's bigger than any contract out there currently. 
Um, those were the salad days. Those were the good days. It was still, yeah. it was, it was a shitty contract, yeah. but still better than right. anything current. Right. Um, and so Steve's like, just, it's, it's not good money, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, you know, and at that point you just kind of take that advice and yeah. it's like, and obviously I, I was young and dumb. I took, I seen the cut and I'm like, yeah, really? It's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he's, you know, he pretty much talked me into doing, you know, just a one year deal. Yeah. Um, and they they wanted two, and I really wish I had done a two year deal. Yeah, looking like, back on it, yeah. Like I would say, if there was any, if there was one mistake that I made through, like that would probably be the biggest yep. mistake that I made. Yeah. Just because I love the team, I love the bike. Um, nothing drastically changed from nine to ten. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that uh, yeah, just so anyway, I signed a one year deal. Um, it was successful. It was good. Yeah. You, uh, I learned you a lot. So changed the Lloyd's of Lur- Lloyd's of London insurance policies yes, going forward in yes, the sport. Going forward, <laughs> and, and they forever hate me. You were also a pioneer <laughs> in that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big one. I, uh, yeah, I had yep. I had Parts Unlimited do a two point five million dollar uh, bonus thing, and I also had Suzuki do a two point five. Yeah. Um, I was fortunate that I'd never won an overall yep. in the, the big bike yep. class in the outdoors. Um, I'd won a moto one time in 06. Um, so I wasn't a high risk guy yeah. to win an outdoor title. Yep. Um, and they took the bait and yeah, yeah. and basically we, we <laughs> cleaned ca- them out. <laughs> we, we cashed in on that one pretty I good. Know. Um, but what I learned at Suzuki, um, the, the camaraderie within a team and, and, and I learned, I had it, I had it at, I didn't have it at Yamaha. Yeah. But I had it at, at L&M. Like, L&M had everything yeah. that made me happy. Well, you hired your super mechanic back, Oscar. You know, when like, we were at Yamaha, you were talking about, telling us about Oscar all the time. Like, well, I didn't hire him. He was already on. Was he already there? Yeah, because... Oh, okay. I thought he came with you. Because essentially, okay. if you remember, the L&M team was really just the previous factory KTM team. Yeah. Yeah, true. And, right? and yeah. Oscar was yeah. there. Yeah, Big um, B, Larry. You know, yeah. yeah Oscar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Paul. Paul. Yeah. And so, and originally, Paul was my mechanic, and I was fighting... You know, not because I didn't like Paul, yeah. I just was I had a relationship yep. with with uh, with Oscar, and so I loved my the atmosphere and how Larry built the team. It that's that's how teams are supposed yeah. to be at the highest level. Um, so love or hate Larry, he, I worked for him he, in '99. He did it yeah. right. Yeah, um, it's an us versus them mentality. Larry gets that going, and and I that's my era too. Yeah. So I thrived on that. Yeah, like it was if you weren't first, you were last. And if you didn't work for us, you're you, against us. Yeah, yeah, you hate 100%. us. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like that. That I got wrapped into it. <laughs> you know, and 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 that's probably being, and that's probably what new generation fans don't understand, and and I didn't truthfully understand it until I had a random conversation at an Anaheim this year. I was walking into the pits and I ran into Keith, and something come out. You know what it was? It was <laughs> it was so funny. Of all people, I walk across the pits and he's standing at the Honda factory tent talking to somebody. Oh, okay. And I kind of, and I made a comment, yeah. you know, like basically what the fuck are you doing, you know, <laughs> talking to Honda. <laughs> yeah. And, and he just made a comment and it was kind of like, it was funny. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, I just, and I said something like, I miss, I miss the old days where it was really you Yamaha, guys, Yamaha yeah, versus yeah. Honda. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. And he just said, ah, yeah. And you know, and he goes, if you're not with me, you're against me. And honestly, it was light bulbs going it's off. Something went on, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's why, that's the mentality I have. Yeah. And I didn't know it yeah, until yeah, I really yeah. heard it from Thought Keith. Thought about it. 
And it makes sense because then it's probably why him and I are butt heads. Yeah. Because I don't always buy into everything that he believes in. Yeah. yeah. And and likewise. Yeah. And yeah. so therefore we butt heads. Yeah, he's just like screw chat. He's like he's not with us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's and how he's saying it, right? And then it's kind of like you're one minute you're all in and it's like we're doing it. We're we're gonna do this and then it, for whatever reason we butt heads on something and then it's just like that's it. We're, yeah. Even yeah. though we're on the same team, we're against yeah. each other. Yeah. 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 And it just made full sense for me and and it's something like and it was just random and it made well, dude, Bobo. Like, I, I dealt more with Bobo and Jimmy, obviously, than Keith, but, like, Oliver had been there since late 70s, early 80s. He fucking hated Honda. Yeah. He, he, would, he hated Honda with a passion. And I'm like, yeah, because they just kicked his ass for all those years, like, with all their great riders. I get it. And, and, I get and, it. And, I mean, you, you've, you, you were there, and this is nothing against Honda people, but... Like, we hated them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, 100%. Like, there, wasn't, yeah. there wasn't a day at a, the test track that we... That there wasn't some comment thrown as a motivator, as a let's fucking kick these guys' yeah, asses. Yeah, yeah. Because at that point, we were kicking yeah. their ass. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, yeah. obviously, they had Ricky. Well, Ricky's setup was kicking his ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, it, like, right. I, and, I, and I don't know if, like, people just can't, like, they, that's the upbringing I had. That's the era I grew up in. Yeah. And, and I think that that's where the misconception comes from of me being a dick or whatever and maybe i am a dick but i just think that i just come from this era of like you're you're with me or you're against me yeah, and yeah that's it yeah you yeah. know and no larry definitely I, I know what you mean because i worked for larry in 99 with mm -hmm. red dog for the outdoors yeah he picked us up for the outdoors and then uh dude he was intense and gnarly and i was like i was like whoa like this dude is he's all in and, and yes, and he hates everybody, and I'm starting to hate everybody yeah. too. You know what I mean? Like yeah, and and yeah, it wears off on you. And you Timmy know? thrived in that. He really, yeah. he took a step up that year. He totally. really did. And I and I like that environment yeah. too. Um, I miss it. I, I really yeah. like. If there's anything that I miss today, yeah. it's it's being amongst just people like that yeah. that are driven. Yeah. Yep. to kick people's asses and other people's teams yeah, and other just people's whatever manufacturers. It takes and, yeah, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and if you're if you're team blue, then you're team blue. If you're team red, you're yep. team red. Yep. Um, and so when I went to Suzuki, it was all those same mindset, but it was but it was achieved very differently. Like it was achieved differently in in a in a more professional way, in a more all in. Like it wasn't like like a you know like when I think of a, a Larry Brooks team. Everybody was awesome, you know, like Larry, yeah. you know, uh, behind the scenes, we had the um, Dudley and all this, yep. you know, like we had a good solid group of people, but Larry was the driving force and he was a, a notch or two above everybody. Yeah. Uh, Might've been just the Mountain Dew, but he was a, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was the Mountain Dew for sure. He was the, you know, he yeah. was always a, st a couple of steps up. Well, when I went to Suzuki, everybody had that mindset, you know, like a Gosler, yep. um, Ian, Berludi, was Berludi, that way, yeah. Um, you know, Raj, yep. Ian, um, you know, a lot of the other people in the team, you know, the suspension guy, Shower, and yep. everything like that. And it's just, and it, but everybody was more calm. Same way of yeah, thinking. Yeah, not as chaotic. But though, more yeah. calm yeah. and more more purposeful. Yeah. Um, and it just, and, and it just seemed like, and, and when when all those people are, are sitting around when you're testing and you're, you know, you're, 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 yeah. you're picking apart the bike, Every one of them was more calm in the fact that every one of them came to us. Yeah. When you did that with Larry in that situation, it was more, you were just 
relaying that it was you and Larry. Yeah, yeah. And then Larry was kind of like then the the voice to, to the, the to the people to yeah. the people. Right. Um, and so I I loved that environment. Um, that was my first experience of wow. No wonder I couldn't beat Ricky Carmichael yeah. on this environment, yep. you know, and then even just the bike, you know, like the things that you could do. And like, I remember describing in, in, in wording, like, Hey, I'm feeling this. And it's like, you know, Rog kind of goes quiet and it's kind of like he comes back and he has this, you know, way of explaining it or he had, or he, or he'd show me on a computer, yeah. and, you know, Yamaha, we never like Yamaha. We never did it at that level. Like, of all the years that I was a Yamaha rider, I never, ever interacted with a Japanese. Yeah. And I feel like that's really weird. That's really strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you consider, like, Kawasaki, um, Honda, and, and uh, Suzuki are, are so deeply involved yeah. um, from the Japanese level. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree and, with that. And yeah. so that was always strange for me. And so, like, getting, you know, and, like, when I did all those tests, the Japanese were there. And yep. um, it was funny because there was a lot of respect within the American slash Japanese side and the Japanese had a program that they wanted to achieve. And it was very clear that we were to do that. Yeah. You know, pick out what we want and then the Americans would then take it yeah. to the next level. Right. Um, and so that was, that was just fun for me. And what I learned is like, I think a lot of the reason why, why we had such crazy bogging issues and things like that is just 100% engine development. I don't yeah. think it had, well, I mean, it wasn't, yeah. it, it wasn't carburetor related. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, think yeah, about yeah. how many different carburetor settings and yeah, yeah. tricks and things right. that we tried to do. Yeah, to air boots. Air, air boots, boots yeah, and everything yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But yet we never fixed it. And yeah. then when I went to Suzuki, hearing how they fixed it was a completely different philosophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that that comes from smart people willing to listen but then also that connection with japan with japan the people who designed the friggin' yes. bike yes and when those yes. people that yeah. design the bike are yeah. there interacting hearing yeah. seeing yeah. witnessing i just don't think that there's i agree that, with that there's no that's why i think yamaha is at the level that they're at yeah and it makes me sad you know <laughs> yeah, yeah like i always come across as the yamaha hater but i'm actually the opposite and it just bums me out yeah to see them where they're at and yeah, I don't think Barsha and AP are stoked. No, you know? they're uh, not. I mean, yeah. it's not my place to say it, but it's yeah. they're not happy. No, I said and, I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> and it's, but it's just I'm just speculating. And I'm God, I just it bums me out. Like I want, right. I wish you, you know, like I want that rivalry back yeah. and see them. Yeah, get in there. Yeah. I, I want to see them, you know, battling out front and a badass team that's right. thriving and and things like that. And I just think that when you've gone around and you've seen all the other way ways that it gets done. They are yeah. the only ones that, that don't. That, that don't, yeah. That yeah. don't, that yeah, don't you're right. interact it's, and, and do And it. they don't know that necessarily because they're not getting out there. They, they're, in their, they're in their bubble, right? They don't know how Honda does it or Suzuki or Kawi cool. or whatever. So Yeah, yeah. so I would, I would agree yeah. with you. You know, Suzuki yeah. changed my – it totally changed my outlook. Yeah. Um, and it probably why I struggled the next year so much. Yeah, um, on Kawi. Yep. You know, like when I went to Kawi, um, the one thing I fought for and fought for was to take Goose – um, they refused in every level, and so it kind of just started off bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> um, switch the switch to Dunlops too. The switch to Dunlop didn't help at right. all. Yep. Um, a lot of you guys that were on Bridgestones were not pumped. No, I mean they've come a long way, but I mean, back then, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dunlop today, yeah. And it's no, you. The, um, the Dunlop today is 
is is not even in the same you know level of what we were back yep. then the Dunlop's come a long way for sure. And uh, the two two years, I wrote a story on it. It was great. I talked to you know a lot of people for that story. Uh, all that was really cool. I didn't know a lot of that stuff. I knew, obviously, where you were at and 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 all that. But getting together with Schiff and starting the team and the Honda and yeah, that that was magic too. What made what made uh what made two two so exciting for me was that it was, you know, going from that you know, just that Suzuki mentality. Then going to Cowie, and it just it yeah. really was a re-stimulation and a and a a, a reminder <laughs> that that was everything I hated. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah, right. <laughs> and and so then I, you know, I was I was in a two-year deal, great contract. You know, Monster had my back. Yeah. And I just was like, man, it's just this is like this doesn't feel fair. This doesn't feel right to just write it out. It's crazy that you walked away from that. You know, and uh, I just, yeah. I walked away. And, and I actually truthfully thought that, like, that was it. Like, that was, what was that, 2010? And I thought, here we are in 20, yeah. 2020, and well, I'm finally retiring. I was on one of these dumb shows doing them, and I said, you know what? That might be the last we see of Chad Reed. Yeah. And JT thought I was crazy, and Wygant thought I was crazy. I said, who's going to hire him? Yeah. Look at what happened. He just rode off the track, you know, at, at Millville. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so I was the one also saying, like, I think he might be done. And, uh, and, and in <laughs> so my mind, I kind of was right. like, I, that was one of the first times that, uh, that Ellie and I, you know, like after it, we, you know, like I, I just stepped away yeah. from it all. And then I went to Australia and I spent a lot of time in Australia and, and it was kind of like each, each week, yeah, the feeling started to come back a little bit. Yeah. And I want to say that that was one of the years or first years, maybe not, maybe it was a little later than that. Um, but it was like a US Open or something like that and I was kind of like it kind of like re. I was like I was interested yeah I'm like okay why am I interested yeah yeah and then uh, and then yeah I just one thing led to another and was, I was like you know let's let's do this I, I got really fortunate that Bell Ray was uh, yeah. was was a sponsor that committed yeah um, to a level that was like okay this is this is real money let's yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's create this thing um, and, and Honda then, giving you the factory bike, you know, near well, the end, like at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all like it was just a. It was, it was all coming so together. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like 2011, and I wonder if Yamaha. I, mean, I wonder if Honda ever looks back at that. You know, like I begged Honda for help at the yeah. beginning, and they just said no. And it's like we were four points short on the championship. Yeah, three points, was, yeah. maybe yeah. three. Whatever points, it was, yeah. three or four yeah. points short on the championship. Yeah. Um, Their guys know, are hurt. Yeah, had, yeah. Had they have committed from the beginning and just kind of yeah. like like I like some things I understand but then I'm like you know like in the big picture there's certain things that are willing to take gambles on yeah you know? yeah I mean that that's and that would have how, how many success stories in racing or bicycle racing or NASCAR like whatever whatever these success stories are uh they don't often always make sense mm-hmm. and somebody at some point had to put their dick out on the line yeah. to make something happen and then it turned into something and then at the end of it everybody goes you know we should do more cha- we should take more chances with things because look at look at this and this and this and then no one does totally right like you're just like oh and so it was oh. weird for me and i had mitch fighting for me and yeah. mitch making calls and um you know and then slowly they, they started to come around yeah. and yeah got you, you know parts, i right? yeah. you know got a little bit of parts here i think I, the first thing i ever got from him was a set of clamps and immediately mag- I, I wrote about the I, magic clamps I, immediately yeah. like the clamps immediately i think i podium the next weekend yeah. um in in oakland and then the next weekend i won in san diego 
um, things started to gel and, and then like the feelings all started yeah. to come back. Yeah. Um, and I mean, people don't remember it cause it's so long ago and you've done all so much since then, but dude, like you were kind of written off. Like he, he's not, he's not on, you know, he's yeah, like, yeah, totally. And yeah. I think I was fifth or sixth at the first race. Yeah. Like whatever, um, you know what I mean? And then I think like, I was really bad in the next one, uh, no one in, in Phoenix, I crashed and I, th- I don't know where I was like ninth or something like yeah. that. So, I mean, it, yeah. all, all things were heading that no I, one that could I sit here and done. be like oh yeah i knew chad was gonna nobody nobody no, no. I, well you did and ellie did I, and then yeah, your, I mean, your crew did why but, i came but, back but, but i'm saying on the outside yeah you know so that was just it was rewarding yeah and it was it was rewarding from so many different levels in the fact that you know when you don't agree with something and you 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 know you complain about it but then you go put your money where your mouth is yeah like i feel like that's what i've always kind of done and yep. it's like yeah maybe i've been vocal on certain things but i feel like i've always backed it up by the you know the choices that i made and 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 that was that was the core of that you know like i just knew that i'd be taking a paycheck to stay on another year at, yeah. at, at yeah, kawasaki Cali, yeah. and 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 i didn't think that that was fair like i didn't think that that was you know ethical and on my part and and so therefore i thought that you know somebody else deserves this ride yep. it, it was a, it's a great team it's a great bike yeah it just didn't work for me um and so yeah creating two two and like how it ended and then going into outdoors god that bike was freaking awesome yeah i would love you know like of all the bikes and everything like that that i would love each one of them along the way but that bike that that i would go one year the next year that my 2012 factory yeah. Honda, yeah. I would love to ride that bike again. Right. Right. Like I yeah. would love for somebody. I, and, and I'm sure I'd be very surprised that that bike or a bike like that, there's not parts and things that are yeah. exist yeah. Yeah. still yeah. that, that bike. Yeah. And truthfully, that, that, that bike may still be around. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I would, I would love nothing more to swing a leg over that thing yeah, and, that'd be cool. and ride it just because it'd be fun. Like yeah. to be like, Oh wow. I'm, I'm crazy. The new bikes are way better. Yeah. Than yeah. This. Either way. Right? Or yeah. like, Oh yeah. my gosh, this thing is yeah. as badass as I remember right. it to be. Um, and so like when I talk, you know, two, two, it's like 11 and 12 are my two, two, yeah. 11, 12 and 14 are yeah. what just excite me about two, two thinking about it. Yeah. It was just, you know, like 11, just, it was first year. I almost won two titles. Um, 12, we started off strong red plate, three points down going for it. Yeah. Going for it. Crash, you know, yeah. crashed. Um, I, I think you would have won the outdoors in 11. I really do. Yeah. I totally do. I, and what sucks about that is I wish I wish I had a seeked help because I wasn't hurt. I wasn't injured. Yeah. I was beat up, yeah. but like it was just mental. It was mental. Yeah. Dude, it yeah. fucking scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Like I didn't still to this day, I don't know what I did wrong. Right. Like I, I've watched the video a million times and like, I didn't do anything. It just, <laughs> just thing, the thing just swapped on the yeah. face of the jump. Yeah. And all I remember is like the bike. All I remember is basically the bike, like going backwards right? and just thinking, I've got to get away from this bike and I've got to find, you know, and like, and I, as I turned, I spotted that there was, there was grass yeah, yeah. and all I, all I knew was I needed to get 
to a point where I could slide and not like don't land on <laughs> yeah, my feet because yeah. you're going to break legs. You're gonna, yeah. Don't land on your ass or your back yeah. or head because you're going to be not walk yeah, again. Yeah. Guy, who I, knows? I got I to gotta slide this. And they were the, that was the only thing I just, I seen a landing, I seen a green spot and I was just like, I have to get to a point where I can like where I can slide, where I can just, yeah. where I can go with the terrain yeah, um, and try to minimize the outcome of this. <laughs> I think you would have won it. I really do. And that would have been uh, even more unlikely than the Supercross Championship. It you know just would have I mean? been like, awesome. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, and, I, and I still look back. I mean, I'm proud of my outdoor championship, but like 2012, I mean, I would consider Dunge is awesome. And I hate to say it, but RV is a, badass right it really is like i i put i would put rv in the same category as as james as ricky i actually even take james out of it because james really only had that one solid year in outdoors yeah i would put rv in 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 Ricky category yeah. outdoors. Yeah. He's that he got good. hurt. He didn't get the titles no, in the win. He was horrendous. He got outdoors. Hurt. Yeah. I mean, for as good as he yeah. is, he's yeah. outdoors. Yeah. Titles don't yeah. speak volumes yeah. of how good he is. Right. At all. You know, I, I asked, mean, in all honesty, I think he, there's, he, there should have been no outdoor championship that he entered that he should have lost yeah. other yeah. than 2011. Yeah. I don't see that there was a championship that he should have ever lost. No, I think I'm with you. Yeah. And, and Dunge is a like badass. He, like he's it's that not, good. Yeah, and Dunge yeah. is, that's right. no disrespect yeah, yeah, to Dunge. No, I, I think, I think um, you're right. When they lined up head to head, he was better. He's a better yeah, guy most of the yeah. time. And, 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 and in 11 to, to take it to, you know, to yeah. Dunge and, and an RV. you know, both yeah. of, both of them in the outdoor world, especially Dunge. Cause I mean, I, I, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Dunge's outdoor record is better. Oh yeah, yeah. Win, wins. Oh and, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think no, he's, he's second, second all time. Second, yeah, all, second time. all time. Yeah. So many done suck. <laughs> and I, like, and to take it to him and just yeah. like straight up, yeah, you know, yeah. handle him a number of times that year was. was I agree. Pretty, was pretty cool. I uh, actually that brings me to my next question. I asked RV. I've asked this a couple times, publicly and privately. I'm like, hey, Chad, James, Dunge, like, who did you fear? He's like just James he's like I didn't know if he if he was on he could beat me I can't match him if he was on mm-hmm. didn't always happen obviously yeah uh what about you but I'll have Ricky in there Ricky Dunge Villo James like who who beats you straight up who who see there was always <sighs> RV was pretty straight with me and saying like I like, couldn't I, keep I up would with James. I would agree to disagree with RV I would say James yeah and and I would I would the reason no not James I would say Ricky okay. sorry yeah the reason why I would choose Ricky over James is James I always had hope with James I felt like you did there was always really? hope like I was the opposite to what yeah okay like definitely I hundred percent agree that there was a chance that you were gonna show up and James was gonna be James right and he was gonna just like there you were you were a second place guy yeah but there was hope that James would show up and he would also cartwheel himself. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and Ricky never gave you that hope. Ricky was just ridiculous. Like outdoors, everything. Really? Man, you got a lot of, you got the best of them a lot of times in Supercross. I, I did, but I mean, <laughs> he just was like every time you thought you had him on the ropes, the the sucker would get lo- you know yeah. he'd, he'd come yeah. loose and, figure it out and then he'd he'd start you, then you'd be taking the punches yeah yeah you know yeah. like red James it was either you you won or lost with James yeah 
where Ricky it just felt it was like a, like this, a battle. It was a like battle. Just this freaking <laughs> battle. Like right when you thought, man, I got this dude on the ropes, yeah. and you're trying to nail the last nail in the coffin, and the the guy would come out and and just come you know like yeah yeah just where every- if james was on see you later i'll deal with you next week yeah or i or look at I, he made a mistake i got him 100 right, percent. Right, and, right. and so that that's the only reason and and not taking anything away from james yeah. because he was ridiculously fast but and then i and i would put i would put rv and dunge in the category too yeah you know yeah because yeah. dunge was just always there yeah um, he was like a mini rc a little bit where he was solid in Dunge, and out. Yeah. Dunge didn't, I never, you know, like through my heydays, Dunge didn't have the, he didn't have it really. Like right. there was something missing. And I think that this, this new generation KTM uh, was, was a big step in his gains, right. you know? Right. Um, I think at the end of Suzuki, Suzuki was changing. He was losing people. Um, and then he went to KTM the bike really wasn't I don't know how bad it was, yeah. but I don't think it was as great as the like I think you know, like I always laugh because he got the bike and Alden at the same time. Yeah. And and is it a combination? Sure it's a combination, but I truthfully think it's more bike than Alden, you know? Yeah. Like I think yeah. that, that that bike was such a huge upgrade for him that the dude just went on a tear and yeah. won three in a row. And, um, but before that, like he really like Dunge didn't scare me ever, yeah. you know, yeah. like you, yeah. there was things that you could do and whatever. Like he was always solid and he was always like that pain in the butt, but like I never was scared of Dunge right. where, where RV RV was a little bit more RV was really honestly a pretty good combination of RC and, and James. James yeah. He had speed, but then he also had, the the fight and that that bulldog never give yeah. up you know always yeah. come back right when you think he's got the nail in the right yeah coffin yeah. and he would no, come back sure. so that he, that's my he's that's my uh answer. he's such a changed guy from when he raced nowadays yeah he's, funny he, i don't know i don't know what's happened to him but he's he's awesome he's he's incredible i mean i've yeah. i've been around him a few right. times and he's very very different yeah sure. no absolutely mm-hmm. um well hey man uh Thanks for doing this. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate the time. Talking good old time. Uh, we didn't always get along, you and I. There were times where we didn't get along, but uh, yeah. I was just... We were always fine. It was just the influence of... I was I was people. my guy. I was a mechanic where if my guy didn't like you, I didn't like you. Yeah. And Timmy, well, you were battling, I mean, right? You, that's that's how it was. That's the era. Yeah. yeah I, I, that's I, what, I miss that. Yeah. Everybody's friendly yeah. now everybody's bros. Yeah. No, you're right about that. I'm, and I, yeah. everybody wants to high five. Right. Still, everybody talks shit on everyone, but like <laughs> it's, I, I, I truly miss, I, I miss that. If you're not with me, you're against yeah. me. Mentality. Mentality. Yeah. Like, and that's, you know, it doesn't need to be, you know, like maybe the world's better and happier without it, but just, yeah. God, I miss like, yeah. those days were so fun. It just, it fueled everything. And, it it yeah. was it was a fun time to be it was be racing. It's cool that I, uh, I I you were my first ever podcast and now here you are wrapping it up and and you know it's at the end of that and then I got to see you in, in Yamaha in '03. Well, we, I saw you at the Yamaha Troy team. I was working for Nick. Nick, right? And you were Yamaha Troy and you would rev the shit out of that bike and you would scare everybody in the air because you just you were just pinned. Mm-hmm. And then I remember one time you caught and passed. You're on a 250. It wasn't it wasn't Jeremy, it wasn't Billy Villeman, but it was somebody like legit. 
and you were on, and they were on a big 250 and you were on 250F. And I was like, oh. Like at the test track? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like before the year. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. Like I saw you at Bercy and stuff, but yeah. I'm like, this guy's going to be good. <laughs> like, you know, so. It's probably Jeremy. It might have been Jeremy. I mean, Jeremy wasn't great. He wasn't that great no, then. No, he wasn't great then. That was when he was having all these issues. My so. God, and you took him out in Bercy. That was. That yeah. Was, I'll never forget that either. It's so funny because it's, it's like, like everyone like, says, oh, you took him out. And it's like, yeah, I did. But like at no point. No. Did no. I try to do it? And just, it was just one of those. No, but dude, nobody I, did that to Jeremy. No one, yeah, put it up the inside. <laughs> no. I put it up the inside and then, dude, he turned, yeah. which I mean, obviously Jeremy always turned yeah. on a dime. Yeah. God, he turned in and then we made contact and I was like, and then I was just like, oh my God, oh. my my ultimate hero. Yeah. And all of us me. in the pits were like, did you see that fucking guy? Yeah. Go, Jeremy, <laughs> who is that guy? Is he a Euro? What is he? Him hopping yes, the fences. Yes, coming over the fences. I, I can visually see and him And all of us in Bercy are like, just like. Here it comes, dude. Here it comes. He's gonna he's gonna talk to that kid. So, anyways, it was cool that, yeah, I've got to see the whole thing, the whole ride. That, yeah. was, that was really cool, was uh, cool, for sure. So, thank you. Uh, thanks for doing this, and uh, I know we'll see you at the races again. So I'm not gonna get too like emotional on uh, on I'll, Sunday. Cause I'll be there. You're gonna keep racing. I don't I'll know. Be, no, I don't know if I keep racing. Yeah, no, you'll be you'll be racing something next year. <laughs> I don't know what. I'll see you somewhere. I know that. Uh, thanks for the ride. Thank you for the memories, and thank you for the ride. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as... The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. I was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, it, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. Absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in the States, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, percent i am not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, like beating a dead horse I mean, you know and i know from personal experience did anybody ever sit me down of course they did everybody did pro circuits mitch payton there's two ways to make the money one is you can sign for money or two you can earn the money i'm a high believer in earning the money i think they ride better when they earn the money seven time jeremy mcgrath 
I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years.